Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning in to the Ed Talk Audio Collection to help you achieve a whole mind, body, and nutrition. I wanted to come here and share my story. Right? I keep saying that. What do I mean? So within the past two, I came to FAU in 2013. Yes, 2013 is when I actually came here, and it was a great choice to come to FAU, I would say, because I love Boca Raton. I think this is the city of which I belong to. This is the city where I belong to, the city of wealth, right? One of the richest countries, I say countries, it might as well be a country because all the Lambos up in here, right? One of the richest cities in the world. So it's amazing that I get to be here. I'm from one of the poorest countries in the West. Western Hemisphere, as they all say, but one of the richest in talent and strength and pertinacity. That's what I see in my people besides all the financial financial things that people judge us on, right? So what do I want to talk to you about today? Uh, first of all, I would like to say that this is very hard for me to even come here and talk to you guys about. And I think this one thing has been hindering me from being great, talking great, and achieving my utmost best potential. Why is that? Simply because I always have to hold back what I want to say because of not being able to tell everyone the whole truth. So what is the whole truth? Only if I could get these music things to work here. So when I came here in 2013 to FAU, I was a former athlete, played about seven different sports, you know, from cross country to basketball to bowling to swimming to wrestling. Did I say that one? Yeah, I played played it all. And entrepreneurship was my one outlet. That's the one way I could express myself freely without feeling like like I don't belong, like an outcast. You know, coming here from the Haiti and to the United States was a very tough transition. A lot of people would, what, tease me, as you may say. So it was a tough transition. So I always utilized sports. I utilized thriving to be great as a way to battle that and also utilize entrepreneurship to, I guess, at the end of the day, make me feel better about myself, right? So I started my first company. My first business that I remember doing was back in, Back in high school, when I first wanted to start my video production business called Priceless Capture, and the way I got that started was was pretty much by selling patties on campus. Why did I choose Haitian patties to sell? Because there was Haitian there was pastelitos being sold, and you could you wasn't allowed to sell them in school, and I wasn't going to sell drugs or anything, so. I decided I could blend in with some Haitian patties because it was already having white boxes. Well, anyways, moving on, I was able to use that to launch my production company called Priceless Capture, right? So Priceless Capture was a production company aimed to produce priceless memories that will last a lifetime. That's pretty much what I called it as. And with that, that was the idea behind it. I went through a business plan competition and to make a long story short, that showed me that if I had an idea and I put it down in a plan that it can happen. 
and that would that was initially where my magnificent magnificent session came from was basically realizing that if I had an idea and I did the proper work it can happen all right so as I'm about to get ready to actually start the show all right and we're back here at FAU all radio now if you're watching this on Facebook you can listen to this in nice high quality at FAURradio.com. So please make sure you tune in at FAURradio.com. So what is it that I wanted to tell you guys, right? So I wanted to tell you about being an entrepreneur. So we live in an age where entrepreneurship is glorified. Everyone thinks it's the most beautiful thing in the world to be an entrepreneur. And we live in... We envy the lives of entrepreneurs. We go through our Instagram feeds and we see it. We're like, this is so cool. I would like to do this. I would like to start my own business. I think it'd be amazing if I could start my own thing. And I do think that it's amazing if you can start your own thing. But I want you to also know what you're signing up for when you sign up to be an entrepreneur. First of all, the first thing you're signing up for when you want to be an entrepreneur is pain. The second thing you're signing up for when you want to be an entrepreneur is for you to want to step outside your comfort zone. It don't come easy to you. It's not an easy thing to be an entrepreneur. It sounds fancy, but it ain't fancy, right? Discretion, advice. So when I started my business here at FAU, I started this business called Flex Fitness and Performance, my baby. In fact, we all came up with the name in a group chat. You know, it was a whole bunch of students at FAU and they came up with the name and I just happened to see that they came up with the name along with my business partner. I was like, Flex, let's go with Flex FP. I like it, right? So, meaning to say that I had started different businesses. When I was a kid, I was saving my money. You know, when you're a kid, a lot of kids don't know how to save. But I was the kid who knew how to save money. I I saved money. I knew I had fundraisers, I would write them down, organize, I knew how to get things done. Well, when I got into college, doing a shift from being an athlete to being a college student, I completely changed in everything. You know, I got introduced, I got introduced to alcohol, I got introduced to all different types of stuff that in return would be a detriment, but a but a learning experience to my life, right? So things wasn't the same. Being able to take care of my finances completely shifted, right? Because my focus then was different. Not only was I partying all the time every single weekend, you know, those friends who always want to turn up with you. I had those friends, the turn up ones. And that was my life. And when I came here, I made a determined effort that I would not go home no matter what happens. So the the rhetoric of the story is, I dare you not to go home, right? So some of you guys, as finals and things are coming along and you're stressed out about life and some of y'all, I already already know, some of you, you're you're going to fail a final. I I just did this semester. You know, I don't want to sound like a pessimist, but some of you, you will fail. But not everyone who got an F fails simply the ones who let that become a defeat those are the people who had failed right once you're not defeated it can't be determined as failure because success is simply the progression of a wordy ideal success is simply 
waking up every day and say, this is my mission. These are the obstacles. These are the things I have to jump through. These are the hoops that I have to go through to get to that goal. And no matter what happens, I'm going to get to that goal. Right. Like, like Les Brown says, it doesn't matter how hard it gets or how bad it gets. I'm going to make it. And it doesn't matter if you if you believe in it, if you say I'm going to make it, just say it's possible. That's what Les Brown says. Right. He says it's possible that your dreams can become a reality. And I remember sitting in my apartment in Bel Air and Boca Raton and I would listen to tapes every single morning waking up. About 7 a.m. at the time was when the time I was waking up. I didn't master the 4 a.m. grind yet. I wasn't at that point. So I would wake up from Bel Air, get in my four tours that I bought with my Taco Bell money and come to school. And I would stay there all day um, to train and go to school. This is back in, I think, 2015, 2016 when I had a car. So running my business, I was like, I'm going to target college students. That's what I started it for. And boom, I lose my car. So now I have no choice but to train college students because it's either I go home 20 minutes west or I stay here at FAU and uh, run my business. So I had to be on campus all day to run my business. So that's where that came from. And upon running my own business, I learned a couple of lessons is that, first of all, the business is not why you started the business. When God gives you an idea, it's because God recognizes the greatness in, we, in which you have, and he has to have a goal for you to grow. So the goal is not there for you to reach. The goal is there for you to grow. That's one lesson I learned. Second thing I learned in life is that you're your biggest enemy, your biggest enemy. No haters in the world is going to stop you from achieving what you want to achieve, but you. So back to the story. I got back. I got on campus. No, no car, and it was very lonely. Right? I didn't live on campus. I had a nice apartment, and I and I had to stay there all day, sitting down, sitting down, training on campus. On campus, I just felt stuck. You know, I was like, I'm supposed to be running a mobile personal training company, and I have to stay here all day, and I didn't have a car. Sometimes I would have to sit. I would be the first one in the gym. I'd have to stay in the gym, close the gym out. And then sometimes I didn't have no way to get home. I would catch an Uber and Lyft from, from 20 minutes away to school every single day trying to make things happen. But like Les Brown said, it doesn't matter how hard it gets or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. And I, I, that was the person I would put in my ear every single day listening to tapes, listening to Les Brown, listening to what he had to say about anything because I, I just needed to hear some words of encouragement because I truly believe that no matter how hard it gets or how bad it is, I am going to make it. So every single day I would wake up and I would come to school. I would be like, yeah, this moment is not here to stay. It has come to teach me something. So I would do what I needed to do. I would train. I would promo. I would go to school and I was stressed out, right? And the age and when you don't know how to handle stress, when, when the stresses of life become so supposedly hard for you what you do is you get in this in this state of i need to find an external thing to save me right i need to find something and my 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 outlet at that point was pretty much uh you know alcohol and it was it was a life of indulging in things i shouldn't indulge in it wasn't alcohol i, should, I didn't like alcohol that much 
partying was one of the things. Going to parties so I could forget that I'm in my situation, right? And a lot of us here on campus, we're going to parties every day thinking that life is a great, right? Life is great. And we're masking all the problems we have. We're masking all the issues we have in our lives simply because we do not want to deal with them. I am pretty much an art of, I'm, I'm a professional problem ignorer, right? I was a professional problem ignorer. And we have a lot of professional problem ignorers in the house today. Now somebody raise your hand right quick, right? So I was ignoring my problems. Right? I was indulging in activities that didn't quite match with my character, right? And that includes, you know, going to parties that I shouldn't go to, which caused me to fail school. So you want to know the real reason why I failed? Well, I was trying to fill the void of not being able to build a great business with, you know, drugs and alcohol, right? And that was very hard for me to deal with. And living that life was simply a horrible spot to be in in life you know what i mean and i know a lot of people who don't really step outside and realize that what they're doing is actually affecting them in such a crazy way right so i couldn't handle all that stress right so there were times where i didn't make any money there were times where i would have an influx of clients in no time where I lose all my clients, right? And I couldn't pay the bills, I couldn't get things done. And I remember sitting in my apartment complex one day and I there would there's nothing worse than getting letters after letters about okay, you have 3 months due to pay this or else you're going to get evicted. Every time I would see it, it would just it was like, ah oh. Where the hell, where am I going to go now, right? So I'm in the verge of getting evicted. I'm failing school. I'm trying to run a business, making no money. And life is just hitting me in the face. And my only outlet at that time was, well, first of all, my magnificent obsession, right? The only way I knew how to deal with my problems was the reason why I got my problems in the first place. And the reason why I got my problem in the first place was being highly obsessed with building this great business that's going to help people change their lives and that's also going to change me and my circumstances, you know, and my family and uplift them. So I was like, I'm, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. And no matter what happens, I got to get this done. And I just kept going for it, going for it. And I just kept losing and losing and losing and losing and punched in the face every single day. It seems like it seems like life didn't want me to succeed. It seems like nothing will ever go my way. And as I continue to go through this process called life, I realize that it's not going to be it's not going to be easy. It's not going to come easy to you. And if it's worth it, then it's worth the pain. It's worth the struggle, right? So, I would get letters and letters, okay, you're about to get evicted. Huh? So, I was stuck in a three-bedroom apartment by myself, $1500 rent. No way I was going to be able to pay all that money, right? So when the time come, make a long story short, again, I was sitting. I remember one night coming home. It was the last night. I was about to get kicked out. So I sat in the dark there. I was like sitting in the corner of the room, and I shed tears. It was tears of like drive. It was tears of regret. It was also like 
my life is ruined because I got an eviction. You know, when you go through your problems, you think everything is the worst thing ever. So your mind starts to place a lot of tricks on you. I want you to know that these are just tricks. Remember, tricks are for kids and you're an adult. Tricks are for kids and you're an adult. If you're going to venture in this thing called life, you can't venture into it as a kid. You have to venture into it as a grown man, as a grown woman, right? So my mind's playing tricks on me. I'm like, my life is pretty much done. I'm never going to be able to get a place. So this is where I start to build these negative connotations of life. And this is where I became this official, this great problem runner away from, right? So I started running away from my problems. Nobody, I would tell nobody and it would be my problem, right? So, so I made a determined effort that I was not going to plead to my parents about this. I wasn't going to go and call them and say, oh, mom, I need help. I was like, if I could make it this far, I should be able to get this done by myself alone. And some of us were going through these stages of we think that we should do everything alone no man, no man can build something great alone. You need help, first of all. You need to make sure that you're getting the right people in your circle that's going to help you to get to where you need to get. You can't do it alone. Even as you're studying for finals right now, you cannot do it alone. So find a friend. Find someone who knows a little bit more than you and work with them and study with them and do that because you can't do it alone. So I tried to do it alone, right? So when I went through court cases, right, I tried to do it alone. My parents don't know anything about this. They probably will know after this. But I went through it alone. And I remember going through a very depressive state, like really depressive. And keep in mind, this whole time I'm showing up to sessions every day, I'm saying, listen, you can have your goals. You can lose this weight. I'm motivating people. I'm inspiring people. I'm showing up. But my life is going in shackles. Nobody knows what's going on because when I'm showing up, I'm not telling you what's my problems. I don't need you to hear my problems. I need you to get to your goal. And that's what I was. I was so focused on building a business that I ignored myself. And we have a lot of entrepreneurs right here. And if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur, I want you to know what you're trying to build is great. But if you cannot build yourself, you will not build it. You will run yourself into the ground. And this is from experience trying to run myself into the ground. So I'm like, I can go through this. I could handle this. Like Les Brown said, no matter how hard it gets or how bad it gets, I am going to make it. And I kept saying that over and over, over, over again in my head. I'm like, no matter how hard it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. And I listened to it over and over. I listened to tapes so much. I've listened to I don't know, thousands of hours of tapes, right? So when I went through the court cases, I said, I'm going to make it. When I went through my eviction, I said, I'm going to make it. When I lost my car, I said, I'm going to make it, right? Then I bought another car. Then it broke down again. I said, I'm going to make it. I didn't know how any of this, it seemed like I was alone in a world of, that I was trying to help the very same world that I was trying to help came back and punched me right in the face and I and I and I and I started to make an enemy of my situation instead of battling through the situation to get on the other side which is success so as I ventured on this thing called life
I realize, I realize that your dream is not greater than you because you're thinking that this dream is going to change and make your life great, but you're great already. And this is just a tool of which is going to exalt that greatness, right? So as I ventured in this thing called life, I had to struggle, right? I had to struggle. I had to make a lot of mistakes. I had to lose a lot of friends. And I'm still in the process. And I I was never able to say certain things. I was never able to let go of the past because I got stuck in the past. And I got stuck in the mindset of, well, I got an eviction on my record, so I can never get a place to stay. And I and I kept reiterating that over and over in my head. I kept reiterating that. I kept reiterating that ah, I'm going through this. I'm in death. Creditors would call my phone, and I would I would never I would never pick up. I'm like, oh my god, all these creditors here want me to pay the bills. Like I got no money. It seems like you ever feel like when you're down that people start kicking dirt in your face just and laugh at you, and it seems like that's what the state was doing to me, right? So I kept getting tickets after tickets, and then I'll set up payment plans after payment plans, and and then payment plans would be overdue, and then they will just cancel my license. So license fees, you know, reinstatement fees, the tickets after tickets, and then like it seemed like I would never be able to get out of my situation and i kept saying to myself no matter how hard it is and no matter how bad it gets i'm going to make it but making it never seemed to come so after i got evicted i said okay you know what i can't do this alone i need to ask for help so i was I'm part of i was part of this organization called progressive black men incorporated so my brothers took me and i had to sleep on a couch you know and sleeping on the couch in the gonk was the worst thing to do because it was, well, first of all, it was a filthy place, no privacy, and you could, there's no possible way you could feel good about yourself. But I know that I still had to run a business and I still had to keep things going. So I kept on moving on, keep on going on. I said, I'm going to keep moving forward no matter what happens. I'm going to make it. So, so jumping from couches to couches was my life as an entrepreneur, right? So most of us, we don't hear the stories of entrepreneurs until they make it, but I decided to make that a difference because I want people to realize that we cannot solve our issues that we keep hid hidden, right? If you put something under your bed, you will not see it, therefore you will not do anything about it. And in fact, most likely you're gonna forget about it. You're gonna become this professional problem runaway guy like I was, right? I would run away from my problem, literally ignore them, right? And that's where my relationship started to deteriorate because every time I got a call from my parents, then it was pretty much like pity parties. Like I said, I never wanted to, I was like, mom, dad, I'm going to build a great company no matter what you think or you say. Like I've gotten the most unmotivational speeches. Why don't you just get a job? Why don't you just come home? Or why don't you ever call me? Well, this is why I never call you. That's really what I was thinking. I was like, because every time I call you, you're discouraging my dream. I have this big dream, this big vision of changing the world, Mom. And I, and it seems like you can't understand where I'm trying to go with this. And I'm just trying to make it happen. And I just felt this guilt every time my parents called me. 
why don't you get a job? Why are you struggling so much? I was like, Mom, I'm going to make it. I'm going to build this great company that's going to change the world, Mom. It's going to happen. And every time, why don't you get a job? So that's what I did. I got a, I got a job. It seemed like every job I got, I got fired from it eventually because apparently I wasn't supposed to be there. I got as many hustles as I could, right? Kept getting fired over and over. This year, I lost three jobs already. But I said, no matter how hard it is, I'm going to make it, right? Psych. That ain't going to happen yet. Just so you know, things only get worse. So summer comes around. I'm going through this thing called life, jumping from couches to couches, running my business, showing up, telling my clientele, no matter how hard it is, I'm going to make it. So I'm like, okay, we could do this. I'm pushing people. I'm I'm training. People are looking at me every day. People are saying, Ed, I see you doing a lot of great things. Ed, that things are going great. I'm like, yeah, things are going great. And then you know, I went I went back to you know, the couch. You know, and then life was just not fun. You know, I was driving down the street sometimes. You know, with a license that was not at the right state. So I was like, oh. I hope I don't get stopped today because your boy's going to go to jail. I was like, I hope things don't go wrong today. So I expected bad things to happen to me. A lot of us, we live in an expectation that bad things are going to happen to me. Like, oh, well, this is just the type of stuff that happened to Ed. And then people started saying the same thing. Well, this is the type of stuff that happened to Ed. You know, I'm like, oh, well, yep, just some Ed situation. It seemed like my life seemed to be like never be able to go the right direction. I was like, what am I doing wrong? Because I was... Thoroughly obsessed in building this business no matter what happens. So as I ventured on this thing called life, I realized that once you make your situation, your story, it becomes a song. And the song keeps going on again and again and again. And phew, and you keep hearing it. And you never get out of it, right? So I'm venturing on this thing called life. Sleeping on couches, right? Horrible. And then... Boom, summer comes, and, you know, we got to move off campus, so we got to make things shake, right? But, you know, I'm making money. It's not like I wasn't making money the whole time. I'm getting paid, but I'm backed up now. Now, I'm trying to, I'm playing, the, this is called the rat race, where you're making cash, you're having an income, but your debts are taken away from the chunk of money that you're making, so you can never get anywhere. And once you're in a state of hopelessness, you definitely can't get anywhere then because you don't even believe that the good things are going to happen. Well, you believe it. You say you believe it and you keep saying it to yourself. I believe that great things is going to happen to me. And at that time, I didn't do any speaking at all. I just trained, promoted my business, show people working out. I didn't speak. I wasn't a speaker. I didn't do a show. I didn't do a podcast. I didn't do any of this thing until beast mode happened. And I'm going to just, I'm about to get into what beast mode is. And so I was venturing on this thing called life. I ended up going to another couch, you know, sleeping on my other friend's couch during the summertime. And that was the last summer that I would remember of being the naive Ed, right? The naive Ed. That's when beast mode happened, right? So that summer, sleeping on the couch, trying to run my business, getting fired from every single job that I got getting hundreds of tickets, <laughs> life was rough, right? So I ventured on from that state and I I just I just seemed stuck in life. I was depressed, you know? I was 
not depressed. I was in a depressive state. And I just couldn't seem to get control of my life. And, and I just always believed that I had to do it my own. And I had to get through this thing by myself because I got myself to this situation. That's what I kept saying to myself. If I made myself into this situation, I'm going to get myself out. So I kept venturing on this thing called life. Right? So I'm venturing on this thing called life. And boom. I got kicked out of my friends, you know. Like, I'm sleeping on the couch, and they want me to pay for the couch. Mom, I'm not going to pay for the couch. Like, I'm just trying to get out of debt so, debt so over that I get back on my feet. Right? So, it seems like no matter how hard I try, just things things wouldn't go right. No matter how much I put into it, things wouldn't go right. So, in that, in that summer, I made a conscious decision in my life. And this was the one decision that will forever change my life for the rest of my life right and that was a decision that I was never gonna depend on anyone for anything that if I got myself in this situation I was gonna take personal responsibility to get myself out and that was the mindset I had so I made a conscious decision that I didn't need any friends to sleep on their couches that I had a well, I didn't even have a car at that point, so I, I found a way, out of no way, to buy a car. I bought a new car, I bought a Honda, I was like, yes! I had a, This whole time I'm buying equipment, I'm building my business, I'm advertising. Because if you want to run a business, you got to put money into it. So you start to forget about, yo, yeah, you have needs, Ed. You have needs that you have to reach. Right? So I started ignoring my needs for my business needs. And every time I did that I was like this is my baby you know flex is my baby and then people just kept quitting and quitting and quitting and I started to take these personal losses as I started to take these losses as personal I was like wow these people, I must not be good enough you know I must just be living like my life just I must just suck as a trainer because people keep quitting why people keep quitting so things was just rough so and I was going through just some rough periods where I couldn't even, sometimes I couldn't even afford to eat, you know. So I had to just make things happen no matter what, right. But people kept on quitting. But I never quit. I said, no matter how hard it is or how hard it gets, I'm going to make it, baby. So I kept, I kept moving on, pushing on. I said, I'm going to keep pushing on, keep pushing on these dreams. I'm going to get these dreams. I was reading the tapes, reading the books. I said, I'm going to keep pushing on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get these dreams. I'm going to keep pushing on. I'm going to get these dreams. So I kept pushing on. So that was the this that was the moment I made the decision that I was not going to depend on nobody for help. So, you know what I did? I said, you know, I'm just going to sleep in my car. And I'm going to sleep in my car until until I could get my money right and then I'm going to get a, a nice house and we're going to move on with life and things are going to be great and that was that's what I thought, you know. That's what I thought. And a lot of people are going to come to you and they're going to say a lot of things about people who are homeless or who are going through stuff like they know. They don't know. Like, you don't know what people go through unless you've been through it yourself, right? And through the whole time, I never understood why I was going through my situation, my go-throughs. But I, now that I'm a speaker, now that I want to help people achieve a whole mind, body, and nutrition. I realized that God had to put me through this situation simply because I had to experience what others go through. I had to experience pain to its deepest level to all different areas. On the financial side, emotionally, 
uh, relationally. I had to experience it within school. I'm telling failure in every single area. I've, I've failed so much that I'm like, oh my God. I, I, you know, sometimes I would believe that things will never turn out right. So yeah, I decided that I was going to sleep in my car. And I did that. And I did that over and over again. And I was, from waking up at 7 a.m., I was like, you know, I could never wake up at 4. Not until I started sleeping in my car. Because if you didn't wake up early, the sun would be hot as hell in the morning. So you had to wake up early, right? I didn't have anywhere to be. I pretty much didn't have a lot of friends, right? So I'm sleeping in my car, running my business. Keep in mind, I have clients, you know? Never tell them this stuff. They don't know. No, they, they're pretty much nonchalant about it. They're pretty much unaware. All I, for all they know is I'm, I'm just a regular guy living a life. Every time people are like, oh, well, I see you very successful, Ed. I'm like, yeah, I'm successful very much because I'm driving towards my dream, towards that worthy ideal. Because success is simply the pursuit of a worthy ideal. And if that ideal be so worthy, then you must do whatever is necessary to get what you want. Right? So I was sleeping in my car. Worst, worst experience, but best experience of my life. Horrible. My car was dirty as hell, so I, I I had roaches in my car. It was horrible. It was horrible, you know. Like sometimes you see, like see a roach on my feet. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is disgusting, right? And I'm embarrassed by the story. And the fact that I'm saying this now is relieving. Now I can move forward next year and be a hundred percent authentic with my brand and with what I'm trying to promote and make the world really see where I'm coming from. So being in that situation, I was highly motivated. I read so many books because I had nowhere to be but Barnes and Nobles. I had nowhere to be but working on my dream because that's that's all I had. I I I, I didn't want to turn up. I, I was not only in in a state where I just didn't feel worthy to be around other people, so I decided to become self-induced. And focusing on this magnificent obsession. So I started to derive my energy from my journey as an entrepreneur instead of any other areas of my life. And that's when those areas started to deteriorate, right? So fast fast forward six months later, still sleeping in my car. Nobody has a complete clue. And keep in mind, I had it choice to go home a couple reasons why i didn't go home first of all i really wanted to finish school i said no matter how hard it is i'm going to finish school i'm going to stay here i'm going to get this done i'm not going to surrender and go home and i'm not going to get a job like my parents said and i couldn't tell my parents because they'd, they'd be like you're going to come home you know i couldn't tell them this because if i told them about any of this stuff i would have been going home i was like no we're not going home mom i'm not i'm no punk i'm no punk you know, I didn't want to be a punk, whatever that was. So I said, I'm not a punk. I'm a man, you know. I'm a great man with great visions. And we're going to get this great dream and we're going to build this great business. So I lived that life of I can do it alone, right. So as I went through that journey called life. So I was waking up every day, a normal guy, right. Normal guy. It seemed like I was normal, but I had to sleep. In my car, right? So from no car to no home to sleeping in the car. So that was my life for like, that was my life for like a good year and a half, you know?
So I had to store my stuff in locker rooms. I had to take showers at the gym, take showers like outdoors. I would be really alone to have deep thoughts. Now, you may think, oh, you're a good speaker. Well, I had plenty of time to think about it. Yeah, I've been preparing this speech for years. <laughs> Not necessarily, but I've been going through it, so it ain't no speech needed to be prepared. It's just part of who I am. I mean, I've done experience this crazy stuff in my life, right? So I was like, no matter how hard it is, I'm going to make it. But I never realized that my situation was mentally affecting me for me not to be successful. Like, I couldn't focus on school if I couldn't feel good about myself. If sometimes I just was such in a depressive state that I couldn't even want to go to class. Like, I couldn't even focus in school. And I was trying to run a business, and things just kept going up and down, up and down. I just didn't know what to do. And I was apprehensive about even looking for a place to stay because I was like, Ain't nobody going to give you a place to stay. And I was like running through this rhetoric. Ain't nobody going to let you stay at their place. They're just going to kick you out again. you know. So I made a determined effort. I wasn't going to ask nobody in the world for help. And I was going to make this happen by myself. right? So I'm like, okay. Now what we're going to do here, we're, we're going to just live life. And I was motivated so much, guys. And pain will push you to greatness. And all, a lot of people, a lot of people every day are running away from pain. Oh, oh, he hurt me. Oh, he hurt me. Blah. Oh, I can't deal with this. Oh, I'm going to go home. People run away from pain every day. I was like, no, I'm going to face the pain. I didn't realize how beast I was until I started facing the pain. And I started loving the pain. I, start, I got married to the pain. I was like, I got more motivated. I was like, damn. Your boy sleeping in a car. He's still running a business, still going to school. He's still being positive this whole time. He's being positive every single day. Man, that's motivation. I, I felt like I was in a movie. And I was like, wow. I'm wow, wow. I was so motivated. I was like, I'm reading all the time. I was like, I'm only focused on my crowd. I was like, wow. 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 I was amazed. I was like, this is this is pushing me. I was like, right, something good could come out of this. I was like, maybe if I just if I kept this going on and I could get this much motivation from this pain, I was like, oh, maybe I, I can make a million dollars. Maybe I can build the biggest mobile personal training company in the world, right? I really believed it. I was like, wow. So I started my show. I was like, oh, yeah, you know. So I had this uh, unlimited power show here. I was still home every day. I, I was driving. I was pulling from that. From First of all, I wasn't homeless. I was in a homeless situation. I want to clear that up. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be able to come here now and really, really push my story out because because I'm motivated. I'm motivated, right? So I'm motivated. I was so motivated from it that I would wake up 5 a.m., everybody's sleeping. I still wake up 5 a.m. now and nobody awake. Everybody's sleeping. I'm the only one running around campus. I'm running. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, every time I'm running, I'm like, yeah, I know this is going to happen now, but... One of these days, I'm going to be really great, and I'm going to share this amazing story. But I didn't realize that that circumstance was stopping me from being great as well. As much as greatness was, it was, it was pulling out me, that greatness, but it was making me feel so bad about myself that I couldn't, I couldn't tap that potential because I was still holding on to the pain of that, that, of being in that situation. So not only did I draw from the pain, I, I use the pain to keep me down, right? 
So I kept sleeping in my car every day. I kept sleeping in my car. I kept training, but short my sessions. So when people train, when people would, I was like, I, I do so much, you know, like I show up every day. I come to you. I don't charge you a lot. And, I, and I'll do whatever it is for you to get to your goal. And whenever something seemed to go wrong or like if I was going through something or whatever, it seemed like everyone would quit or like whatever would go wrong. I was like, ah. So I started taking it personally. So I went through like a, so much emotions. I was like, maybe this business ain't for me. You know, I'll take times off. I'll be like, man, this ain't for me. So I'll, I'll be like, ah, this ain't for me. You know, and I'll go through this state of ah, I'm I'm just going through this motion, and I'll get inspired again. I'm like, yeah. So, media became my outlet. You know, that's where I started posting all the time. It was the only communication I really had with the outside world because I couldn't tell my story in full. So I was like, you know what? We're gonna use this stuff, these videos. It's gonna be my outlet, and this is what we're gonna use to make myself feel better. So I'm going to the state, and I'm showing up. I'm doing speeches. I'm I'm going to sessions, I'm I'm going outside and passing out cards, I'm going to shopping malls, passing out cards, passing out flags, and people look at me, laugh at me, people like, uh, you know, like people people don't want to talk to me, I'm like, okay, whatever, I'm like, I have this great business, you know, I could really help you lose weight, I'm actually, ca I actually care about this, that I'm staying homeless just to build this, so come on, join me, Flex FB on three, nah, nobody wanted to join, so I, I just, I got discouraged, and I was going through this cycle of feeling bad about life, feeling bad about myself and the situation I was in and I let that became my situation just kind of became the thing that hindered me from greatness and I couldn't ask for any help so it wasn't until the summer of last year that I stopped being homeless and that was basically the first time I opened up to somebody I was like yo bro I'm just like and I told Amish Amish Dave I was like bro like in reality, every time you saw me show up to your sessions, the reason my car was full was because I actually sleep in my car. And you, like, I remember seeing tears come out of this guy's eyes. He was like, pissed. He was like, why didn't you ask me for help? He was looking at me with a stare in his face. And I was so passionate. It was like, why didn't you just ask me for help? I was like, I got this. I was like, no matter how hard it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. Right? But I had this conscious decision. That ain't nobody going to rent nothing to me, you know? Ain't no friend gonna help me out. And I was like, I sure ain't gonna go to my parents because just gonna tell me to get a job, right? So I was like, nah, I ain't gonna do it. We're gonna keep running this business. And then from there on, you know, he, he said, you can have a place to stay. And then I stayed in his place. And that was the first time, you know, I slept in a bed in like uh, for consecutively a week, you know, for like from the past year and a half. And that was when I became the most passionate about people, life, my business, everything. I grew I grew a strong sense of compassion and, and drive and determination. And from that I drew I drew what I have now. And I drew my ability to speak. I drew my ability to to care and and my ambition and drive to wake up early. That's where I got all that from. It was the pain that taught me all these great lessons from life. So to make a long story short, I'm about to cut off the episode. I wanted to come here to say this. Why? Why? Like, why share this? You know, I didn't want to share this. I'm thoroughly embarrassed. I don't want any pity from nobody. I want no comments. I just want you to hear it and I just forget about it. I said this and don't talk. Don't tell me anything about this after this. Just let it be, right? Let it be. First of all, it's hard for me to say this. Um, and to sum it up, 
I want to leave you with a couple of things, right? First of all, have a vision, right? Have a vision. But know that your vision doesn't define you, first of all, because if you're worthy enough to have that vision, you're great enough. You're enough. You're already great. If you have such great vision, you're great. Now, what you realize that if you're going through a depressive state, that you're not depressed. You're just in a depressive state. It's a situation that you're going through, right? And the only way you're going to get out is to ask for help, right? Ask for help. It's okay. Ask for help. And it may just be building your relationship with God or with a higher being. It may be telling your parents the truth, but ask for help. And thirdly, I want you to know that what you want to be is not what you are. What you want to be is what you want to be. It's this, it's this version of yourself that your crazy mind came up with. And you're like, well, if I'm this, I'm going to be great. People are going to love me. But I want you to know you're enough. You're enough. You're great enough. Right? I walk around every day with my chest up. Every time I walk around, I'm like, these folks have no idea how great I am. You know? Like, when I walk in the play, I'm like, these folks have no idea how great, how, how I'm going to change the world. Like, these folks have no idea how I'm going to help people be healthy again. They have no idea. And I was homeless. I was, I was waking up from my car. I showed up. I showed up every day. You know? I did stuff for free. I showed up. I showed up. You know? I, I volunteered. I showed up. I was like, yeah, yeah, I showed up, I showed power, right? I showed dominion over my situation. I was like, these folks have no idea how great I am. I was like, yeah, these students, they have no idea how great I am. So every time somebody said no to me, I was like, they have no idea how great I am. So I was walking around, I was like, they have no idea. So when I pass out my cards, people was like, no, I don't want to train with y'all. Like, ah, you have no idea what you just missed out on, right? So when I showed up, I showed up with the expectation that I know it was great. But when I went back, I realized that I was still still sleeping in my car. Alright? So I was going through the state of, man, things ain't never gonna get right. And and that was why things never got right. Because I thought that that way. Right? And I want you to know that life is a gift. It's not a curse. It's a gift. And every single day is an opportunity for us to become greater. And nothing, nothing in this world here is going to is going to stop you from being great. If you make a able and determined effort that no matter what happens to you, that you're gonna respond to it with confidence. That you're gonna respond to it with your chest up. That you're gonna respond to it by putting in the work. That you're gonna respond to it by, by going against all those negative words and connotations that people put on you, and that no matter how hard it gets or how bad it gets, you're going to make it. And I believe that every day. And I talk like it. I walk like it. And I made these videos because I believe it. And this has become my brand because I've went through it. And I'm like, well, if all these great people came out of this, this too great, why not me? Why not me? So every day, 
I woke up. I was like, I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the one. And I keep walking. I'm like, I'm the one, you know? I'm like, I'm the one. Keep my head up. I'm the one. And that's what this is this is where my brand came from because you know, and I believe it. I'm the one. Thank you for tuning in. I'm glad I got to share this with you today. Share this with someone you think will need to hear this. And that's pretty much it. Be blessed.